All right, who's ready to continue our series? We started last week called Jesus Use Me. Give me a big shout, amen, if you're ready. All right, after worship like that, your heart should be ready to receive the word, which brings change, correction, and change, and correction, and change, and what? There we go. All right. We're going to have a good time today. Let's get it right into our word. I'm going to talk to you about learning to shine your light. Shine your light. There's a lot of darkness in the world. We know that to be true. We all know it to be true that there's a lot of darkness happening around us. But I got good news for you today. Light always pushes back the darkness. Light always defeats the darkness. It's not only a spiritual principle, but God made it very clear to us and made it a physical, scientific principle, a fact that light always pushes back the darkness. The first thing that God said when he created the earth, it's one of the first things we see in the scripture was the command that God gave. He said, let there be let there be light. I mean, I think it's no coincidence that God said, let there be light as one of the first commands. Because I believe personally that every time somebody surrenders their heart to Jesus and accepts Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, begins to follow him, that Jesus looks down and the Father looks down and says, let there be light. I believe he says, where there was once darkness, there's now going to be a testimony shining bright of God's grace, of God's forgiveness where there was no hope, God brings hope. Where there was no peace, God brings peace. He looks into our darkest hour and he says, let there be light. So he has called us. Listen, as we live in a time of darkness, sometimes we get our eyes and we get so worried about the darkness, we forget about the light. And we forget that we have been given power over the darkness and we're called to walk in that power of the light. Listen, my, my allegiance is not found in a political kingdom. It's found in a spiritual kingdom. Let me say it to you this way. Laws and legislation are not going to bring change. Jesus will bring change. Jesus is still the answer today. And so, and it comes through us bringing the light of Jesus to this world. Matthew 5, 14 is our text today. Let's go right to it and read it together. Jesus says, you are the Let's do it again. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. A town built upon a hill, it cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bow, but instead they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. Listen, today, you got to realize this, that we have all been called to be a light. Now, today, the question is, what kind of light are you? We've all been called to be a light. Jesus says we are the light of the world. If you don't know this to be fact true, Jesus expects your light to shine bright. He expects your light to increase. He expects your light to increase. Listen, when we accept Jesus Christ, should not be the brightest time. It's a joyful time, but it should be this. We should be accepting Jesus. And the more I grow in understanding that, God, your grace has forgiven me. God, you've got a plan for my life. Lord, my salvation is in you. God, you've got a better way for my life. The more I understand God's grace, his faith, the salvation in my life, my, my light is increasing. The more I grow in the knowledge of God's word, my faith is increasing. My light's getting brighter. I should be gradually 
increasing my light all of my life. But the problem is many of us, we start here. We give Jesus our heart and we get really excited about what Jesus did in our life. And then over time, we kind of just slowly fade down. It's not completely out, but it's on dim. And it should be just the acts that we are called to be a city set upon a hill. We're called to walk in the light. Listen, don't let the world intimidate your light. Don't let the enemy intimidate your light. The Bible says, no, it's not meant. To, the world wants to cover your light. The world wants to cover your light. The world wants to take your light and cover it up. No, no, that's not politically correct. No, 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 no. People, people don't want to hear that. No, no, the world, the enemy wants to use society to take your light and to cover it up. You keep that between you and God. No, that is not the way that Jesus intended us to live our light and to live our life. He intended for our light to increase and to shine bright. Listen, don't let the world cover up your light. Well, I got rules. You got rules. But the, listen, there's nothing. People should walk in and see your light is shining. Without you ever saying a word, your life is preaching a message. Your attitude is preaching a message. Your words are preaching a message. Did the world see the brightness of God's love in your life that has radically changed your life? Or do they see somebody who's just kind of barely trying to squeeze by? No, listen, you were made to stand out. You were made to go and to shine bright. Listen, you were anointed. Listen, you were anointed to stand out. God gave you the light to stand out, not to blend in. You got to know this. God wants you to shine bright. Listen, you don't have to look at this. You don't have to like everyone, but you're called to love everyone. Turn your neighbor and say, he's about to step on my toes. You don't have to like everybody, but we are called to love everybody. And I'm never going to be able to love anybody unless I learn to turn this up right here. Unless I learn to turn the light of God on my life. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. I've got to learn that God is expecting me, has challenged me, has commanded me to be children of the light. Listen, Jesus hung out, and he hung out with a lot of sinners. I love that about Jesus. Jesus was found with, with the elite, and he was found with the outcasts. He was found with the popular people. He was found with the people society rejected. He was found with the prostitutes. He was found with those who were leopard, banned outside. He was found with those who were hated, and he hung out with guys who loved to fish. He hung out with tax. I mean, he was always hanging out with people. But he, listen, he changed their life. He changed them. They didn't change him. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't shine my bright. I can't get around them sinners. Because God knows I'll just become another sinner. Listen, now listen. God wants you to hang around sinners. Do you know that? How many thank God that you are a sinner saved by grace yourself, right? God, but listen, he, you're not called to blend in, you're called to stand out. You should stand out. When you're with a group of friends, you should stand out. I'm not called just to kind of bear. No, I'm called to be a bright light. I, my attitude should be different. 
My actions should be different. My words should be different. They should reflect the goodness of the Lord. It should reflect, reflect the glory of the Lord in my life. It's changed me. And I'm called to bring change. I'm called to bring the light to the darkness. And when I bring the light to the darkness, it will always win. It will always shine bright. Don't come in and put your light down because you're in. No, you turn it up bright. Jesus changed people's lives. Look at Mark 4, 21. This is what Jesus had to say. Do you bring a lamp and put it under a bowl or a bed? Instead, don't you put it in a stand for whatever, whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed and whatever is concealed is to be brought out into the open. If anyone has ears to hear, now pay attention to what he's talking about. He goes, if you want to listen and listen, what he says right here next, consider carefully what you hear with the measure you use it. Okay, he was just talking about we are a light, right? You're a light. Don't, don't bury your light. Don't cover your light. He goes, the, the measure you use it, it will be measured to you. And even more so. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, what they have will be taken from them. Now look at this statement. The more light I give away, the more light I receive. So if I go and give somebody the light of God tomorrow my job and I shine God's light and I just give the light away, do you realize all of a sudden I'm going to begin to walk in increased light that day? Wow. Not only am I going to shine bright, but not only is, does the light, what, what is the light for? How many got people who bug you in your life? Anybody raise your hand? I got people who just bug me. Don't name me any names. Don't look at your spouse. Just raise your hand and say, do you have people who bug you? Raise your hand if you got people who bug you. Well, good news. Do you realize the light attracts bugs? How many are thankful for that? <laughs> the light attracts bugs. I'm telling you, the more light you give away, the Bible says it will increase. Those who use it, it will increase. That means if I give it away, that it's going to increase in my life. So not only, not only am I going to be a better witness and more people are going to see a light in my life, but now I'm going to see things clearly I couldn't see before. Now I'm going to understand. I'm going to have a deeper understanding. God's going to give me a heightened sensitivity. God, the Spirit's going to lead me even in a deeper way. I'm going to see things. I'm going to have a leading of the Spirit in a way I never had before. Why? Because I'm giving the light away, and now the light's increasing in my life. I'm going to see clearly through the darkest hour because I'm giving the light away, and the light's increasing in my life. Now, just the opposite, the Bible says, is true. If I don't give it away that it begins to slowly go out. It's taken away. From those who don't, it's given away. It's taken away. Listen, some of you here today, I don't know why my light doesn't shine. I don't know why. I don't know why it's not as bright as it used to be. Could it be you stopped giving it away? Could it be you've stopped allowing the light to saturate your life and now you don't have it to give because the Bible says when you don't use it, you lose it. When you don't give it away, it's taken away. So the opposite is true. If you want it, give it away. Listen to me. For every Pharaoh, there must be a Moses. 
For every Goliath, there must be a David. For every Nebuchadnezzar, there must be a Daniel. For every Jezebel, there must be an Elijah. God needs somebody to stand up and shine their light. The enemy wants to pin us one against another. The enemy's trying to pin us against each other. The enemy wants this church hating that church down the street. Oh, he, it's just not that. He wants us to hate the other churches. He wants us to do more than that. He wants us to hate each other. He wants Republicans to hate Democrats and Democrats to hate Republicans. The enemy wants us to, to hate each other based off of race and the color of our skin. The enemy wants us to hate each other. He wants to put men versus women we got to be smart. The enemy is always trying to divide, and there's one thing that will unite, and that's the brightness of God's light in my life. I'm called to love. I'm called to shine bright. Well, only if they agree with me, right? No, 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 no. I'm supposed to shine bright through every season. I'm supposed to shine bright. Through every situation, I shine bright. I'm to shine bright. God's love is to shine bright in our life. The other day, I was thinking about this, and I grew up in a church, maybe some of you did as well. I grew up in a church. We really liked hanging around the light. We gathered around the light, and then we huddled around our light, and we talked bad about everybody else who wasn't around the light. Someone said, that's the church I grew up in. <laughs> How messed up is that? That is so untrue to what doctrine says. That is so untrue to what the Bible says. I'm not called to gather around the light and to stay around the light with just my few and chosen. No, I'm called to come around the light, to fellowship around the light, to receive more light, and I'm called to take it out to a dark world and to shine. This is what Jesus wants us to do. He wants us to shine bright. Lead people. Listen, people come running to the light. What's going on? I want to, I see the light. I want to be, people want to be around the light. Bring them up to the light so they can drink and taste and see that the Lord is good. Shine your light. Ephesians 5, 26. Look what it says here. I love this. Paul's talking and he was teaching us about how husbands are supposed to treat their wives. And in this, he was explaining how Jesus treats us. And he says, Jesus, he makes us holy, cleansing her by the washing of the water through the word. So Jesus cleanses us by the washing of the water through the word of God. And then he presents ourselves to him as a what church? Come on, let's say it together. As a radiant church. In case you're not getting it, let me tell you again. He wants us to be a... Ray, he wants us to be a radiant church. He presents to us because of the washing of the water and because of the word of God who's washing us. He wants us to be a radiant church. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you radioactive today? Come on. He wants us to be a radiant church. I should radiate today of the love of God in my life. Listen, I want you to write this down. I'm not going to overcomplicate this today, but I want you to get this. The, the first step to shining your light bright is simply this. Learn to be nice. Oh, yeah, Pastor Gene is going there today. Learn to be nice. 
Nobody wants to hear about the love of Jesus from people who are not nice. Nobody knows they don't want to. They will not receive the gospel of the light of God. They will not receive your light. They will not receive God's light from people who are not nice. So today, you're called to be nice. He wants you to be nice. I saw this quote the other day, and I thought it was really good. It says, we need to learn to treat others the way Chick-fil-A treats you. Come on now, hallelujah. Woo, yeah. I mean, we can learn, all, we can learn a lot from that, couldn't we? Learn to treat others the way Chick-fil-A treats you. Just learn to, learn to be nice. You know, the other day, my family, we were having dinner at a local restaurant and we were being nice to the waitress and we struck up conversation and we're having this, this thing going on and pretty soon she keeps coming back and, and she's just, you know, we're engaged in good conversation and we're laughing and, and, and all of a sudden she's talking to the table a couple tables down from us and she's talking to them about church and they're talking about the church and all of a sudden she looks over and she goes, but that guy over there, she goes, he's that pastor on Facebook all the time. You see him all over Facebook. And I looked at my wife, I was like, I'm glad we were being nice. I'm, I'm glad she caught me on a good day. Come on now, you know what I'm talking about? I'm glad we decided to be nice. I'm glad I decided to operate in the spirit of nice. People know who you are. Listen, don't, don't go out. Don't go out wearing the Destiny shirt. And not be nice. Don't wear your destiny hat and not be nice. Come on now, we, we were called to shine bright. You know, it was amazing. We, we sat there and had, had a great conversation. We invited the church and talked about the Lord. You know, and she, she received all that because, first of all, we were simply nice. We were nice. And we left. We, we left a nice tip. Because I'm not going to be nice and talk about the Lord and Leave her a cheap tip. I'm not going to show her what the nice look. All right, let's preach to somebody that need to hear that today. Don't go in being nice and not leave a nice tip. I think I need to take it a little deeper. How about this? If you can't afford to leave a nice tip, go through the drive-thru. How about you go, okay, all right, hallelujah. Woo, he said it, hallelujah. That's all, just be nice. There's, there's another waiter from another restaurant we, we go to, and young man, I love him, man. I just been, we've just nice to him. We just talk to him about life, and well, our families can come in. He smiles real big. He, he, he runs the wait on our table, always asks for our table. You know, and I only tell you, I've done some nice things for him, and just over the time of getting to know him, he shows up at Christmas time, comes to our Christmas thing. He showed up last Sunday again. Something's just without me even just calling him or saying come. He's he just, he just getting closer and closer and closer. What's going on? This. That's all that's happening. We're just shining the light. He, he just wants to be around the light. He's attracted to the light. There's something going on inside of him. He's attracted to the light. Listen, every day, who are we attracting to the light? Who, who are you attracting to the light? Listen, don't, don't go out there and be a bad representation. Don't, don't run my testimony. Don't run your testimony. Let's work together. Let's be the light. Let's just, just be nice to people. When the world's trying to make us hate each other, let's be nice to one another. 
Let's let God's light shine. The word of God says one man plants, another man waters, and it's God who gives the increase. So every day, I, every day I'm being nice. I'm planting good seeds. Or I'm coming along being nice and I'm watering somebody else's seeds that somebody else has already planted. Somebody else shared our, our testimony. Somebody else has shared our services. Somebody else has shared our church online. And, and this person was watching and seeing what was going on. Then I, I came in and began to water what was going on. What somebody else already planted, I began to water on that. And this God is going to give the increase. Listen, today, we should be working together. Let's look at 1 John 1, 5, and 7. This is the message we have heard from him. And we declare to you, God is light. And in him, there is no darkness at all. Okay? In case you were wondering, in God, there is no darkness. That means that in my life, there is no room for darkness because I belong to the Father of light. I belong to the God of light. And he looked at my life that was full of sin, full of pride, full of failure, and he looked at me in my sinful state when I surrendered my life, and he said, let there be light. I'm telling you, God lit up my life, and I will never be the same in Jesus' name. And i got to live in the light. You're called to live in the light. He says, in him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet we walk in the darkness, we lie. I love the Bible when it just preaches and I don't have to. We lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, it purifies us from all sin. This is where we're called to live our life. Listen, if we don't walk in the light, we don't walk in fellowship with God. I don't know why I don't feel God. I don't know why I'm not close to God. I don't know why. It's, I know why. Because you're just not walking in the light. The light comes through what? The light comes through spending time in the word. Spending time hearing the word. Spending time hearing worship. Spending time doing worship. Spending time meditating on who God is in your life. Let the light shine bright in our life. Listen, you will reach people I will never reach. You will reach. Tomorrow when you leave, you can reach people that I can never reach. When you go to your job, you can reach people I can never reach. When you go to your school, your university, you will reach people I can never reach. When you go to your store, you can reach people I can never reach. So we're in it together. We're all planters. We're all sowing the light. We're all watering the light. How, how can we do that? Well, you can do a lot of things, man. How about a simple share? If this message speaks to you today or speaks to you any Sunday, how about just simply sharing it on your social media page? You never know who's watching. There could be some waitress who was needing to hear today what you shared because you shared it and a friend shared it. She watched it. And then I walk in and she's like, "Woo! God must be speaking to me because I just saw you last week. I just saw your message. It spoke to me. And all of a sudden, God's moving because why? We're all doing it together. We're all sharing our services. Listen, we should have hundreds of people sharing our services every week. Let me say it again for the people in the back. Okay. We should be sharing all of our services. Come on now. 
Quit sharing all this hate. Quit sharing things that divide. And how about sharing something that's going to build people up? There you go. Amen. Come on now. Say, he's preaching now. Okay. How about he invite people with you to church? How hard is that? I don't know what to say. Well, just invite them to church. Let me say it for you, okay? Let, let them see. Let them come bring them, bring them with you. Invite people to church. Invite them to watch your, your, your church service online. You can just be nice to people. It's amazing just how much being nice shows the spirit of Christ. In a world where people are divided against each other, being rude to each other, hating on each other, for someone to simply come in and be nice speaks volumes right now. More than ever, it speaks volumes right now when somebody just comes in and be nice. Fill the room with being nice, not with divisive words. How about sending an encouraging text this week to somebody? How hard is that? Hey, man, I was praying for you this week. I was thinking for you this week. I had a friend who gave us a card this week as an encouragement. It meant, it meant a lot to me. It meant a lot to my wife and I. Just, just God told me to send you this note, and they did. It was such a, a beautiful card. It meant a lot to me. Who can you send an encouraging text this week? Who can you encourage? How about maybe even you hear a coworker or someone, a friend, or somebody in the store, maybe somebody in the restaurant, maybe somebody in your neighborhood, and you're talking about what they're going through, that you say, hey, is, is it okay if I just pray for you? Father, in Jesus' name, I just pray that your peace would surround them today and they would know that you love them. I mean, just simple prayer can make a world of difference in somebody's life. I can't pray at my job. Well, say, is it all right if I let you know I'm going to be praying for you this week? And I promise you I'm going to be praying for your situation this week. Just something simple. It doesn't take a lot. Listen, it doesn't take a lot to shine bright. In a world full of darkness, it doesn't take a light. It doesn't take a lot for the shine bright. I'm telling you. It's the, 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 the level's been brought down, measuring sticks has been brought down really low right now. So just simple things will allow you to shine bright. As the magicians are coming today, we should live in the light so our light increases. I want you to live in the light. I don't want you just to gather the light on Sundays and then go out and keep it to yourself. I want you to take it back with you. I want you to begin to share it during the week. I want you to get the word into your heart during the week. I want you to put in the word into your mind during the week. I want you to put worship in your heart and in your mind. Why? Because I'm, I'm, keeping, I'm walking in the light, man. That's where the fellowship is, in the light. Let's love people. I'm going to say something I've said before, and I'm going to say it again today. And you're going to hear a lot. We're going to stop being the church who asked what Jesus would do. And we're going to start being the church who does what Jesus does. We're going to start being the church that does what Jesus wants us to do. How many think that's a big thing right now? And we say yes to that. If you agree with that, put your hands together. Just bow your heads. Let me ask you the question today. If you're here, say, Pastor, uh, first of all, I need, I need that light in my life. I've never surrendered my life to Jesus. The Bible says we must believe that he is not only Lord of all, believe he is the Messiah, the Son of God. He died on the cross for our sins. We must believe it. He says we must also confess it. Say it out loud, confess it. Believe in our heart and confess it out. 
This is not just a quick stop. You just don't say this and move on. It's a, it's a life-changing decision that should alter the way you live your life because now you're going to receive the light of God in your life and it forever will change the way you see. It forever will change the way you act. It forever will change who you are. But it starts right here. Have you given your life to Jesus? Without anybody looking, we're not going to embarrass you, single you out, but if you want to accept Jesus Christ where you're sitting today, can you just raise your hands where I can see it and let me see you today? Thank you, thank you. Anybody else today? Thank you. Yeah, several hands going up. Anybody else want to join these today? Raise a high and say, today's my day, Pastor. I'm ready. Thank you. I see those hands, guys. Wow, what an awesome group of people who are making a life change. And I wonder how many of them came today because somebody shined their light this week. This is an awesome thing today. We had others who made the same decision in the first service. So this is what we're going to do. For those of you who raised your hands, I want you to say this prayer with me out loud. As Christians around you, we'll help you along as well. Say, dear Jesus, I surrender all of my life to you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I believe you are the Messiah, God's only son. And from this day forward, I will follow you in Jesus' name. If you received that today, we say welcome to the family of God. Come on, you meant that prayer?